0: Welcome to the Marketing Intern Spotlight. A marketing intern is a listener who's spreading our message authentically. Hear their story, their passion, and their journey. Enjoy.
1: Bang. Joey Pock, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. How are you doing today? Dude, I don't think I've ever been better, honestly. We got Deck of Cards, In Sierra Mist, Beautiful Day in a Mansion in Uptown Minneapolis. (laughs) I mean, let's get it on. Let's get it on.
0: (laughs) I can't believe I was just called Deck of Cards, but let's go, dude. (laughs) Decky Flush is what they sometimes call me in poker. You know, there's a lot of things. Decky
1: Three of a Kind. Oh, man. Andy Hint of Lime. Hint of Lime. With a splash of lemon. Ooh, Ooh. damn, dude. (laughs) That's That's a good mix right there. You know where I was keeping that one? Yep. My back pocket. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: I, I, mean. <laughs> I, I prep for that. I absolutely prep for
2: that. Oh, Joey, you're coming at us with energy, and I can't wait to ride this wave, dude. Let's let's ride it together, man. <laughs> let's ride it together. It's like
1: those chains on those like ski behind the boats. We're just locking arms. Yep, riding it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're crazy, <laughs> dude, yo, dude. I have like uh. All right, I'll be I'll be up front. I have like a uh, caffeine sensitivity, right? Okay. So like, I'm not supposed to have like a lot of caffeine. Right before I got right before I got here, uh, definitely went over to Caribou. You did not got got the large. So if I'm like a little shaky or a little little uh, you know off, it's it's that caffeine. The caffeine's but, ro- but, rolling but, through but, your but, veins, dude, dude. energy wise, absolutely level ten right now. Mm-hmm. Level level ten. All right, so we, God, I'm trying to think of the last time I even
0: freaking saw you, dude. Like. It might have been even like two years ago at St. Thomas. Yeah. It may have been. and
1: That's sad because we live in the same city. Yep. We were, uh,
0: I don't know, less than 10 miles away from (laughs) each other for a long, for two years. We're just going on parallel paths in an upward trajectory, as some would say. Yeah. No, I Um, I love that. But, dude, catch us up, man. What have you been up to? Give our marketing (laughs) interns
1: a little bit of a background. Of who you are, who's J Man. Let's get this thing going. <laughs> Absolutely. So yeah, I uh I guess career wise I currently work for Medtronic in uh like a territory development role. It's like a associate or support role. But I'll kinda like back up. Uh I always knew I wanted to like get into sales, uh, coming into college. That's so why I studied marketing and I did a Spanish minor, which I don't use whatsoever. <laughs> but uh always knew I wanted to get in sales. I have passion for people, passion for winning. So I figured, you know, those two things go hand in hand with sales or whatever. But when I was in college, you know, I was trying to figure out, like, okay, what, what do I want to go support or what do I want to go represent? Fortunately enough, I had a, a number of mentors. And one guy really stuck out that, uh, you know, they say, like, modeling, like, Uh, success leaves clues like find somebody you want to be like and kind of follow their footsteps because then you'll ultimately you know try to become like that person and uh, this guy just had had a it factor about him that I was just like I want to be this guy (laughs) like literally I I would trade places with you and and, you know lose 30 years off my life because that's how like impactful the conversations I had with him were anyways he uh, he was uh, like a manager at Medtronic at the time and he kind of told me you know go out go get some like outside sales b2b experience get some proven track record like learn how to sell learn how to deal with people like work negotiations and stuff like that and uh so that's what i did out of school you know worked at this japanese automation company it was slinging some ink selling printers <laughs> no Sling <way>. in <laughs> ink. slinging
2: ink. yeah yeah like how'd you-, you get how'd you find them how'd they find you
1: Uh, LinkedIn, actually, man, power of LinkedIn is, is real. It's Mm -hmm. definitely real. Uh, we know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you guys know. I love, I love your stuff, you know, keep, keep throwing out value. And, uh, (laughs) basically I got connected with this company and they're like, yeah, you know, we love to hire out of school grads, guys that are coming in and we're willing to grind. I was like, that's perfect. That's me. So then, you know, did that for a year and a half, two years, reevaluated and then reconnected with, uh, with Medtronic and saw an open opening and then, you know, took advantage of the opportunity. So dang. Yeah, man. And I honestly, like met the reason why med device for me is is like a passion of mine or like, that's why I want to be in it is it's honestly like the best of both worlds. You have like the performance on like the sales side of things, but then you also get the care. Like I'm, Supporting and selling a product that's ultimately going to impact somebody's life and, and extend their life, you know, so for me like that that's kind of what gets me up in the morning and that's honestly like the the driving force or, like my purpose behind why I wanted to get into my device and that's how I aligned with Bob is the guy's name that uh my mentor. Sick, dude. dude. I
2: remember sitting in the training room. <laughs> you were hitting me up with the ice pack or I was getting st- uh, ultrasound on my hamstring or something like that. And I was uh, and I was asking you, so what do you major in and, and blah, blah, blah. And then you just laid it on me like, I want to get in medical sales. And I just was like thinking to myself like after that conversation, I was like, how do you know you want to first off sell things and second off sell like medical? I was just like stunned that you already had this like inner Um, trajectory that you knew that this is what this is what I want to do. And I never really asked like the follow up questions. But I always always thought like, why is why was this the thing? And that's a fucking awesome answer, Joey.
1: No, 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 I appreciate that, man. Yeah, I I think I remember that conversation, too. And honestly, that was probably the most care I provided as a sports medicine assistant. I was more of like the the water boy guy, right? Like I was like, you know, hustling, doing like the auxiliary stuff, setting up tables or whatever. But as far as, like, my ankle taping went, man, like, probably negative care. Like, there were, <laughs> people were probably, like, worse off. Yeah, with put my, people at risk yeah, even more yeah. if they didn't have their ankles Yeah, taped. like, I probably were, like, turning their foot weird because I would just, like, harp on this tape and just, like, think tighter is better, which is just not the case. But, hey, man, I, I, I tried, and it, it was a great experience. And also, like, obviously you know being around the guys it kept me involved and, and it just adding value you know that's kind of my, that's that's my thing but adding value in a different way and was able to kind of uh, still contribute to the program and be around it so absolutely
2: and you, and you sorry to cut you off Thank but you, you absolutely added value in just one simple way with our best friend Mark Amick I mean he had the exact same path that you had with the football field experience where right. injuries led to him no longer playing but he wanted to be around us he found a way to provide value and he saw what you did the year before and he's like I'm going to do that too literally mentioned you
1: yeah can't beat him. join him.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love that
0: and what I was going after is like what was the transition like between or from you know playing football being a part of the team having the opportunity to provide this physical value that everyone sees to then having to transition away from football and provide value that's more on the back end of things how did you you know kind of make that transition what was that transition like
1: yeah man no that's a good question I think you know for me I wasn't the Jesse adoe you know. I wasn't the all-American guy. I was no. a, a a beta or alpha squad if I was lucky during the week. Oh, you know yeah, dude, oh yeah, we know. Yeah, we yeah. know, this, I know I mean, this is a group of scout
0: team defensive players. <laughs> oh yeah. dude. But
1: we loved it, right? Alpha it was awesome. Bravo, it was dude. awesome. I'm, dude, I remember looking at this guy after we just get off four plays. Like I just got my ass beat by. Ulis or somebody I can't even remember who it was Will Hilbert or somebody Just Mm -hmm. pancaked me And I'm like And I look look over at Inser He's like come on Let's go And then like Somebody got pulled And he's just sprinting back in there And I'm like Dude I love this man I I love this man But uh, as far as transition You know when I, when I met with coach Caruso and decided that it wasn't was going to be a, a good option for me to keep playing just because that would have been my fifth surgery. And I was 21 years old. It's like 20% of my life was dedicated to recovery. And I was just like, you know what? I, I think it, it's the time for me to hang him up. You know, God's telling me it's not, not my path to be a football guy, but what can I do to help the team in other ways? And that's what I told Caruso in, in the meeting. I was like you know i still want to be involved is there is there something i can do he's like well let me talk to jim and then him and jim talked and jim's like absolutely let's bring him on so i think like wednesday or thursday of the week was when i you know had that conversation and then that saturday was like my first day working and jim was just like you know kind of be a fly on the wall be a sponge and and try to learn as best as you can and you know darian uh megan bush all the murph all those guys or i guess murph was still playing at the time but um really just brought me in and and really like showed me like love and respect right away. And like brought me on as like one of the team. So like from the transition side of things, like, those, those people were pivotal in um, helping with that transition. Obviously, it was a dark time in my life. Like, I love the game more than anything, and it was super, super hard to give up. But having people like that you know, bring me in and show me the ropes, and then you know, being still around the guys, smiling, laughing, you know, have, having a good time, and just constantly having that positive mentality. It's like, okay, football's not my path, but now I'm going down a different direction. How can I get better, and how can I learn and, and ultimately better the team um, in this new role? That's money.
0: I love that too because that's what it really comes down to at the end of the day is like how can I find that next positive path? It's the consistent, persistent pursuit of that positivity and like that mental little bug in your head that's always gonna counteract that negative thought because they're always there, dude. Even when you're playing football and you just got your ass pancaked on <laughs> scout team, like and you have to run sprint off the field and then you have to figure out a way to come back for those neck for four plays later. To freaking show up and do your job the same way, right? Even though you know you're going to get pancakes probably again. Right. And it's not going to be easy. (laughs) And so, like, that consistent hardening of your mind, that mental fortitude that you build, it's just clear in you. And that's why I love having guys like yourself on because... It's just like, it's so much fun to try at least, you know, we're all average guys, but try and (laughs) articulate those thoughts, man. No,
1: no, absolutely. And I think that's life too. And that sales, you know, I'm not going to get everybody to say yes and use my product or buy my product. But, you know, the fact that I can keep trying and keep trying, and as long as I stay consistent and giving value and being like externally focused, like that's how I try to live my life is like, look for ways where I can add value or and value to, to me is like what, what's beneficial to the other person? Like, are they better off because they had an experience with me? That's like ultimate value. That's kind of how I define it. And like, that's how I try to live my life. Like if I see somebody at the grocery store, you know, if I'm feeling, feeling good, feeling spunky, like I'm going to go grab, help grab their groceries or something. And for real, you've yeah. been doing that. Oh yeah. I've been doing that. I try to do it once a week. You know, Wednesday is usually my grocery day and, and I try to, you know, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, Costco, you name it. I'm trying to, Hey, Hey, can I help you carry the groceries out? I go, I do usually do it before I grab the cart. Cause then it's not like I'm carrying too many things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just, pop open the trunk and help them just tell them have a good day.
2: And then you head in and grab your groceries. That,
1: that, then I get to go do my own, Dude, own grocery shopping. Yeah. You do
0: it to like, you know, girls you could that you see that you'd
1: be like, I could care about this <laughs> stuff. I mean, uh... <laughs> I feel like that's a potential that, that, avenue. That, that is a potential avenue for sure. That I, can always gets risky, though. It's it very risky. Always be prospecting. That's right. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But but uh, I haven't had uh, too many encounters with with girls our age. It's been a little bit old, elderly. Sure, that's they good. Need, they need your yeah. help. That's yeah. the value. Yeah, that's good. yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: So you seem like you got a good schedule uh, for your week could you break that down do you have like a certain like mondays this tuesdays that like do you have that or is it kind of fluctuate
1: <laughs> well i mean uh
2: i'm I, sorry to cut you off but yeah. i hear a lot of sales has like a consistency so you don't have to think about that so all you have to do is think about the x type thing
1: are you asking more from like a routine standpoint r- routine standpoint sure yeah. uh yeah i mean i guess my job requires me to do some traveling so like some Sundays they'll they'll, I'll get a text and say I have to go head up to Duluth or whatever so like trying to balance my routine with with a job that kind of has those things it's like adjust and go right Caruso preached it all the time so you kind of have to do that but like yeah I mean I try to uh I, I try to get to the gym you know six seven days a week no way yeah try to I mean I try to uh sick I I've been uh really falling in love with that health and fitness I mean I think health and time are like two of the most important assets that you have. Cause without either, you can't really do anything else. And, uh, so Mo- Mondays, I guess, you know, depending on where I'm at, I, you know, go support cases. If I have a, a proactive project I'm working on, you know, go try to catch a surgeon or go try to catch somebody in the, the hospital and, and, uh, meet with them and ultimately, you know, build a relationship and know I'm there for, for support working with Medtronic or whatever. Um, but as far as like my week outside of work like honestly like mondays is just i go i go to the gym i live a pretty boring life man during the week like don't say that no okay. seriously seriously we're going to uh, make it sound lit though yeah yeah you can try that that would be pretty impressive like mondays you go to the gym get home eat then i usually I'm either listening to an audiobook or reading or just kind of hanging out with my roommates Tuesdays pretty much the same thing. Wednesdays usually when I get my groceries. It just kind of cycles if I'm in town. It's
0: it's Value Day. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. It's Value Day, 100, 100. And then uh, same thing, like all the way out Thursday, Friday, and then you know on the weekend I try to go get social engagement. Um, that's a big thing for me. It's a big driver for me. I get obviously I'm like an extroverted person. I get my energy from people. Like right now, this is like. Kind of my my dojo. This is like what, what I, this is. This is like what I love to do is just t- chat with people and like you know everybody. Like, dude, you guys have said this multiple times in the podcast. and I think it's like at the core of what you guys do is like everybody's an expert in something in in one way or another, and that's based off their passion. If you truly like open your ears and eyes and like listen and watch, you can learn from every single person, every single interaction that you have, and and that's something that you know. It, sometimes you know if you feel uncomfortable you're like looking down on your phone or whatever it's like embrace that uncomfortableness and then you know try to try to figure out you know who can i talk to or who can i learn from or why am i feeling uncomfortable how can i manage those emotions and and grow from it
2: god gave us two ears and two eyes to listen and observe and one mouth that's right to do half of that right half of the speaking and that's what it is man yeah and that's what the podcast has been built on and we didn't realize that at first we were talking way too much and providing all the stuff that we talking over each each other other, yeah talking over the guests and all this and like having
0: questions and like being nervous about how we're gonna ask the next question and like (laughs) not even listening to the what they're
1: saying
2: or watch what they're saying exactly yeah so you're you're hitting it Home and we're definitely trying to pass that message along. It's pretty cool.
1: Well, I appreciate that, and I feel like I'm doing a lot of talking, so I kind of want to ask you guys a question here. Oh, it's it's more of a clarification. I mean, I th- I think I th- I so I haven't been like the most like uh consistent listener to you guys. I'll, hmm. I'll I'll just say it up front. All right, I can grow in that area of my life for sure.
2: If you give us once a month, that's all. Hey, you give us once a year, that's all. You listen to something <laughs> as long as
1: we're providing value to you at some point. Yes, a hundred percent, dude. A lot a lot of value. That David Meltzer uh, podcast that. One one in particular. I've listened to like two, three times. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I follow him on Instagram, LinkedIn. I mean, he's got some good stuff. So that he does that's some stuff. But uh back to the question. So it's more of like a clarification. So you know you guys promote yourself got as like these wildly average guys, which which I get, right? But um to be honest with you, like where where does the average come in, man? Like you guys are 21, 22 and you started a podcast like no nobody does that. That's like not average. You're growing and developing each day like not many people are like consistently focused on that. Plus what what episode is this? Like
2: uh, I don't 160, know 160, 170 something like that.
1: Yeah, to to continue to do that, like honestly when I when you guys first promoted this, I'll I'll be the first one to say, I'll be like, oh, this is going to be just like a a one season deal. You know, they'll, they'll interview some people and then it'll, it'll be that once they, after they graduate college, you guys started that spring semester, if I'm not mistaken, right?
2: Spring semester, junior year, junior year. Okay.
1: So yeah, I guess I thought it was just going to be a college thing or whatever. And then it was going to be done. Um, but the fact that you guys have consistently produced multiple shows per week, I mean, dude, it's Saturday and this is your third show of the day. like, you you know how many other people are out there like drinking or doing whatever they want to do and you guys are out here listening to guys like me story I mean, that that's far from average in my mind. So I just want to get clarification on like where the average fits. I, I think I know as far as like a motivation aspect, but I just want to hear it from you guys firsthand because I know like some other people that I've talked to about the podcast. It's like, why, why are they promoting themselves as average? Like when you think of back pocket, like sometimes you think average just because that's kind of how the promotion or the marketing mm-hmm. lays mm-hmm. or whatever. So I, I just wanted to get clarification and hear from you guys as far as how, how that works.
2: First off, thank you yeah. for what you said. Much appreciated. Do you want to go first? Do you want? Yeah, me-
0: I, I mean, you, you kind of touched on it just briefly, but, like, it's a mindset. Like, at the end of the day, we are average podcasters, right? But in, it's all perspective. You look at an area in the Twin Cities where you don't see a lot of podcasts. You don't see a lot of 22-year-olds starting their own podcast, right? We started this when we were 20, and it was all from the passion of just, like, we want to start a podcast. We love Pardon My Take. And we were like, these guys did it. We can do it. So that's how we started, right? And then it grows and grows and grows because we're passionate about it. But then, like, look at us in the perspective of the podcast world. You got the Joe Rogans. You got Gary Vaynerchuk. You got freaking Tim Ferriss. All these, like, major, major podcasts. Those guys are eons ahead of us, right? So we're the average, like, it's it's the mindset to always remain humble. And we want to make everything relatable. We want to be able to grab that person who thinks – or who has those average qualities, because we all do, right? And we want to be able to unpack that, and we want to basically turn those kind of average things into strengths. Because you talk about strengths and weaknesses. Jesse Addo talked about that last week. You talk about strengths and weaknesses. Strengths are the great things, the things that you're always going to be good at. The weaknesses, the reality is you're probably not always going to be great at those things. But your average qualities, if you actually look at those kind of things in the middle of the pack, if you don't focus on them, they become weaknesses. If you do focus on them, they become strengths. So that's kind of our whole like marketing pitch around it. There's all kinds of different ways you can take it. But what were you going to say, Andrew?
2: The word relatable is 100% why I firmly believe we will always tag ourselves as average podcasters or average guys in general. Correct. Because if you ever put Declan and I on a pedestal, you're fucking wrong. Like I'm not better than any other person than that has touched earth. And I firmly believe that if you have a chance to talk to another person, they are at that exact same level as you. They have something inside them that makes them awesome. We are all here. We're all on earth. And if you think you're better than another person, you're holding yourself back mentally. 100%. And that's why I, and, and, and people look at average negatively and so be it. If that's what their, if that's what their perspective is on average, go ahead. Fine. b b think the the mathematical average one's great one's uh, low and in the, in the middle is average but in reality it's or it's all on the same same level if that makes sense no no absolutely and I,
1: yeah. I i appreciate the transparency i think that's what i was looking for and i think that's what some of the other people that i when i mentioned that was going on the podcast and then they kind of listened in or whatever that's what they were kind of hearing or asking about mm-hmm. so i mean it's more like the average that you guys are saying is like that's the humbleness that you guys like Correct. represent. And it's like I'm I'm nowhere near, you know, some of these other people, but the fact that I can, you know, get better every day, the war of attrition that you guys talk about on, on a lot of these episodes, and, and look at where you guys come, man. Like like you were just saying, like I used to be nervous to ask questions versus like now I'm so comfortable behind the mic. Like, you know, obviously you guys have have developed a skill set in podcasting. And and you, dude. You said you're an average podcaster. I, I want you to say I'm a good podcaster. Say it, oh, dude, I'm, dude. I'm a freaking uh, good podcaster. I'm a, say it. I'm a, I'm a good podcaster. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, absolutely. Absolutely. No. Seriously. Like, I think. I think. You know. Defining the average as like the you know, the humbleness, the humbleness and like looking at life as like an endless staircase and can mm. I get, get get up one stair a day? Can I get up two stairs a day? You know, that that type of thing. So I appreciate you guys sharing that. I, I love it, dude. That that's kinda how I like to live my life too. And and I think, you know, one thing I was thinking about before I came in is like you guys have, you know, obviously uh interviewed a number of people through the Saint Thomas football program mm. and it and it really just shows Caruso's leadership, you know. Like, we all kind of have this mold. Obviously, we all have different passions, different purpose. But we, at the end of the day, we all want to grow and get better. Progress is happiness. Like, that that's kind of the the mentality that we all have and we all share. And, like, before St. Thomas, dude, I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I didn't, I didn't really know what I wanted to do or do anything like that. And, really, that program shaped us all. And, like, leader, I just read this the other day. And it kind of stuck with me. It's, like, leadership is uh, having people do what you want when you're not around. And management is like having people do what you want when you are around. And think, I'm two years out of school. Jesse's two years out of school. You guys are one year out of school. It's like we still have that same mentality, that same passion that we developed through football, through Caruso's culture. So it's pretty, I mean, it's just kind of cool to see. And like coming coming here brings it kind of full circle.
0: Yeah. And it did that with us when we had him on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, That's a great episode as well. Absolutely. And we, it was literally in the moment when I realized it of like, wow, everything that we've how we've attacked this podcast from day one has just been through what we knew. And what we knew was what we learned through the football program and talking to Caruso and be able to literally sit down and reflect on his story. But then how that kind of fit into our whole story was like, dang, we're like preaching
2: kind of what he is talking about. And it just kind of blew my mind. It was nuts. It was awesome to have on. And I, every single time we schedule a St. Thomas football player on our, in our books, I get so jazzed because it's going to have just that level that not not many people have it all the time and they feel comfortable talking there's always that relatable aspect of something walls in the conversation we can hit home this um this type of the bond that we've built but even guys that didn't finish out the program we had last month we had io and uh josiah bardwell on two guys that ended in the middle of their football career and they also have instilled what like Car- caruso's taught it only took two years Football wasn't the right calling. Same with you. Football wasn't the right thing to finish out. You stayed around the program um, in a different type of way. But this is a bond that it's it's bigger than us, and it's so cool to tap into it at its like at its nascency. That's, Good
0: word, dude. Yeah. My God, you, you've been
2: saying it a lot. So, <laughs> oh
0: yeah, I have been too. I've also been saying, "Wow, dude." I'm, I'm putting together right now. I, I I don't know if it'll be out by the time this podcast. But I've been show I we show note all of our podcasts so that we can go through and make social media content. But I've been show noting. Every single time I say, wow, like you'll say something. I'll just go, wow. <laughs> and so I have probably like 40 clips right now, all like half a second. I'm just going to put them all together and make like a video. Dude.
1: Uh, yeah. That, that's, that's so incre- stupid. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid. The, the
2: wild tape. Wow. The wild tape. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's nuts. I love it. I love it. All right, <laughs> Joey. So you're hammering home sales day to day. Uh, what's that growth like? How, how, how do you uh, get better at that each day?
1: Yeah, man, no, that's that's a a big thing. So I mean, st- starting off uh out of school, that you know, the the company I was at, it's like one of the mo- most true sales jobs you can get. It's like they they give you a territory, they give you a quota, and mo- which is monthly, and uh they're like, go hit it. You know, it's it's pr- not micromanaged really at all. So you're kind of on your own to kind of figure out success. But I think again, back to the modeling, like the easiest way to to find success or or in with this is talking in sales or like within a company is go out and find somebody that's had success consistent success interview them see what works for them you know take little bits and pieces obviously your style is going to be different but at the end of the day there's a certain formula uh you know to to ultimately you know generate business And, uh, sales is just like an, a a numbers game, man. That's kind of one of the the big things that I've learned. The more people you talk to, the more people you get in front of, the more people are going to like you, like your company and ultimately like your product. I mean, those three things are what you're really trying to drive home. So the, I guess three like big things, I guess like two big things that I've kind of learned throughout sales is number one is you have to always stay hungry. You know, I I had a uh, you know a couple nice months or whatever and I kind of got fat and happy like right out of school so I wasn't you know making the same number of dials I wasn't meeting with the same number of people and it goes kind of the same thing with life if you ever like get satisfied or like get on your pedestal gluttony ex- exactly it's like you're going to drop you're going to go down and that's exactly what happened to me you know in sales you're going to have you know applications or, or customers that you lose they go with a, a competitor you know it just wasn't a good fit they saw value in the in the competitor or your product's not going to be like a, a good fit for them like it just doesn't work with their business this is talking like more b2b versus like b2c or, or uh like hospitals that i'm doing currently but and then three which a lot of people don't realize is what you lose in your pipeline is also the ones that you sold like if you, if you close a deal that that's gone. Like you're, you're not really going to get repeat business depending on what product you sell. And a lot of people don't realize that. So like, yeah, you can do well for a couple months, but as soon as you drop that activity level, that proactiveness, you're, you're back to ground zero. And then it's, it's like, not just going to replenish. You know, exactly. So you kind of always have to stay hungry and keep, keep, keep going, man. You gotta, you gotta keep that drive and, and know that you're doing it for the greater good of the company and, and for yourself financially.
0: Mm. That's money. That's crazy. It's it's like, um, do you find? I know you mentioned like your like mentor type uh, role, and you mentioned this Bob character. Yeah, and you mentioned like just going to have their conversation, hear their story, and I love that because far too often I feel like people ask for advice, and advice is great, but advice is very geared towards their personal experience Mm -hmm. right and so that advice may not always be the best like you listen to that dave Meltzer podcast where his mom was like the internet's a fad don't go into the internet right and dave's out she's like got a normal lawyer job he just finished law school and he didn't listen to her and he ended up being a part of a company that started the world's first ever smartphone and like that's a crazy story right and it's a great example of why advice isn't always the best but then when you look at it, it's like, okay, well, what's in someone's story? That's why we always like talking to people and hearing their story because there's always, like, little dif- different bits and pieces and little actions that they did where if you're paying attention and listening, you're going to take that and then put it in your back pocket, which is, like, what this is all kind of evolved to. It's like those little gold nuggets, those little things that you can put in your back pocket. So I love that, like, you're just living that. It's freaking lit. I,
1: <laughs> I try to, man. I, I try, try I try to. What, uh, what would you guys say has been – you know, what is, what has been the driving force to keep, to keep podcasting? I know I remember seeing something where there was a time when you guys kind of were hesitant about, about keep going and, you know, ultimately what, what makes it. So you guys are freaking on here on a Saturday when it's 72 degrees outside, you could be doing a number of other things. It's the weekend, but you're, you're here. Like I said, listening to guys like me, you know, what, what, what is that? What is that drive and what's that been that consistency for you?
0: Me okay. Um, I would say, the, the willingness to learn and always being curious, right? And Andrew and I are just like so hell bent on that. Now it's it's so fun to be around each other, uh, when we're just doing this, and it's all stemming from conversations. I love having conversations and just like genuinely having this interaction without any distraction. Like you literally put your phone in the, in the <laughs> drawer. You're like, don't need this la- laser focus, laser man. focus, <laughs> dude. I was, and that's why like, we get so excited when like you show up with all this energy, dude. And you're just like, let's bring this fucking value. And like, <laughs> like, That's because, you know, you know that we know and everybody else needs to know that like, These kind of conversations are just special, and they're very unique. It's a sweet, like, mindful release almost. You don't get to have it all the time. And so getting to have it and have a full studio now and do it, it just enhances all of it, honestly.
2: 100%. Having the ability to have these conversations, I get so jazzed up at the end of these uh, conversations that we have, and the guest is just... Cloud Nine, super energized, loved every experience. It's not always that. It's you know some some of them are just some just, of them come
0: in with a lot of energy, and it's like <laughs> I am just inherently tired after two hours. <laughs> <laughs> but nonetheless,
2: nonetheless, um, and that in itself is is unbelievable. And then also now we get to ha- we have the opportunity to share these stories to our audience that we have dedicated two and a half years to building, and this audience is more powerful than. Uh, we even understand there are things there, there are, t- I'm the hair standing up in my arms. There's people that reach out or say they've listened to episodes that I would never even imagined. Yeah. Oh, and well, um, it's so awesome. And we have so much content out there that now it's just like, I don't even know what the, like, the new listener that comes in, I don't even know how they're going to start. I don't know if they're going to start with me um, <laughs> talking about horse betting two years ago on a Kentucky Derby, or I'm talking to um, John Abraham, or about climate, change. About climate change debating
0: Grizzly Bear versus Gorilla who'd win in a fight.
2: Well, <laughs> they're going to jump in a year and a half later with Giselle Ugarty and the gateway to what led to the rest of season two and eventually our mindset of season three that type of impact or just having um my parents on is that gonna be the first episode they listen to i have no idea and i don't know what perspective people have but us trying to maintain that consistency and impact these people is so freaking is so deep on so many levels that we don't even have the ability to comprehend yeah you said it perfectly we we touched fifty thousand people in uh, in one year gentlemen that that's incredible and that's that's just on podcast listens not alone like all the social stuff we do youtube and yeah yeah
1: no man i I, honestly i i i canceled my tea time for this because because (laughs) seriously no like uh not that really for the opportunity for me to come on and and like share my story i I didn't care as much about that it's more just like to hear you guys and kind of be in this environment and like like you guys were saying energy is contagious man like and and I am on cloud nine right now. Like even just reconnecting with you guys is incredible. And just hearing like the purpose and drive behind what you guys do is honestly uh, motivating for me. It's like, dude, I got to find something like this or do something else besides my current, current job where I can make an impact like 50,000 listens in one year, man. Like think think of, think of where you guys can go as long as you continue to do the, the little things. Right. I'll drop you guys with a quote. I'm I'm a big quote guy. Everybody makes fun of me like but I love I love quotes. So JW Marriott was once asked like how, how did you achieve your success? Like what what do you attribute your success to? It's a typical question. And he goes, "You know, we serve the hot food hot and we serve the cold food cold." Basically, the 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 moral of the story is focus on the fundamentals. Focus on the fundamentals. Every podcast you guys are coming into is like you're you're open Again, back to your point two, two, uh, two ears, two eyes. You guys are fully invested, genuine interest in every single buddy's story. And then that in turn can translate to somebody that's watching and then it, it relates to their life. Back again to, to the relatability. Um, so I think that that's incredible. And, and if you guys continue to do that again, like sky's the limit for you, man. I'll be a number one advocate. You, you have me do any type of marketing or whatever, anything I can do, man, I'll I'll help you guys out.
2: We appreciate that. What's one thing that you do want to try, though? What's something that's been on your mind? And like, ah, if I had a little bit more of an opportunity, if someone helped me out, what, what, what would that be?
1: Man, that's a good question. I think, you know. More recently, uh, a buddy of mine, a roommate in college, Nick O'Hara. I don't know if you guys know him or whatever.
0: Sounds familiar. Sounds like a guy we should know.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, great great dude. Great dude. Uh,
0: shout out to Nick O'Hara. Yeah, shout out to He's Nick, listening, I assume.
1: I, th- I think he is. Yeah, some guys were tuning in. But uh, me and him talked about, you know, we, we've – him and I have kind of shared the same passion for the, the health and the fitness realm or whatever and kind of work out together occasionally and stuff. We wanted to just, you know – write like a, a lifestyle plan again we're we're not like the guys that we're not the awesome yokums that have our certifications and, and there's obviously a time and place for that and yokum i mean dude we could t- have a whole podcast talking about that guy the guys a freak he's, he's a beast yes, he's a he force is. of nature mm-hmm. i love that man but chopping wood chopping wood that's right <laughs> that's right uh but you know more of like a lifestyle plan like what what have we learned and what have we done to you know ultimately make our, our health better or make our life better and, and, and basically just throw it out there and, and see if people find value in it you know it's a, it's a little side project it's it's a passion project for us and then ultimately if if people even if it impacts one person like you guys talked about then we did our job type mm-hmm. of thing
2: exactly audio form written form How, how what would be the could, could
1: be a combo man yep. it, it's very early stages we're still in the the brainstorming phase but uh again like we we have this shared passion we want to do something with it versus just kind of hold hold it in like you guys are doing currently sick so, i yeah. love
0: that and even just like expand on Yoakam, like that's when I was reminded about you. His
1: challenge, yeah, was I, yeah. I, you. I heard, I heard that. That was a great episode as well. Yeah, yeah.
0: and like, how, there's just like the cliffhanger that he left us with. You was like, oh man, Joey Puck, that guy's just up to something. Like you guys gotta tap into <laughs> what he's doing, and that's not a shock. Like of course you're up to cool, cool stuff. But I was just like, like God, I want to, I want to like invest more of my time into like what Joey's doing, and it hit me. Actually, even before Yoakum came on, and it was when we had Greg E. Bacher on. Yeah, yeah, and, great episode as well. Yeah, and we were talking about just being, like, wildly average athletes and, like, our experiences on Scout Team. And, like, Greg, you know Greg. Like, he's just so serious and, like, <laughs> just wants to just get to, like, he's, he's like, on, like, a, a bayside with a ton of rocks. And he's just trying to find, like, one pebble. And it's like, dude, <laughs> you're looking in the wrong fucking spot dude <laughs> go look in like the sand where there's one pebble and pick that, that. Perfect.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: like imagine him just like like loosened his balance on boulders trying to find a like a small pebble that's kind of greg's mind like he's just in it you can see it you yeah. can feel it and he's saying great stuff um and he's just trying to get to that one spot right and so that was like i was a thrill of that podcast with greg but we posted something about it on – I think I posted it on LinkedIn. And, like, dude, you – hashtag value coming in from Joey Puck. And I don't remember what you said, but I was just like, this guy's mindset, like, I, I want to tap into that. And that's, like, why we love freaking talking to the football players because that mindset, again, just – it's always
1: recurring. Yeah, no, and it goes back, again, to the culture Caruso created, man. I think it's it's crazy, and there's something to be said about that. One thing that, you know, I guess, I guess I'll just bring this up is something that I've been working on, like, more personally is, like – likeability versus influence. Mm. Like I kind of used to try to be, you know, the most likable guy, like, you know, basically didn't want to step on anybody's toes, you know, didn't really have my own opinions. I was just always thinking like, okay, what, what do they want me to say versus like trying to be my own person versus, you know, like I just I just, that was kind of my, my thought mentality versus now I'm trying to, you know, still have the same rapport and same, you know, like-mindedness and, and, and treat people obviously with respect, but, I'm, I'm more focused on gaining respect from others mm. versus gaining the likability aspect. I guess, what, what do what are you guys thoughts on likability versus influence? Like if you look at Caruso, he's assertive, he's direct, and he loves his players more than anybody. But if, if you're not in that locker room, you probably wouldn't say he's the most likable guy.
2: No, mm-hmm. you have to have that mindset, right? Um, that you're not going to please everyone. And that it go that goes a long way because once you try to start pleasing everyone, you stop pleasing yourself, and then you're going down the wrong path. Hundred um, percent. The likability, I struggle with that. I know Declan has I, the same yeah. thing, um, but I even do that all the time too, just in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, then the value aspects you got You you, if it, it, the influence comes with the value, and 100%. that's what you were talking about right away with the grocery thing. Um, like how, how do, can you provide value? How can you influence and, and enhance what someone's doing and walk away feeling better about yourself and hopefully they're feeling better about them. And it's hard. I mean, you're not going to be perfect with that with every single person. Sometimes you got to lay down the law and like make like the amount of times that Declan and I will just like get tough with each other and let them know like, like this is, this is the reality, like then challenge each other. And it, sometimes we get heated and sometimes we walk away and we're pissed. Um, but then three hours later or 10 minutes later, we look at each other like, all right, it's back to work. Appreciate the feedback, yep. uh, something like that. And that in itself, that influence there is, yeah. it's pretty strong.
0: And it was, it was, uh, it's tough sometimes. Like you are just trying to hold it. You're always like trying to hold each other accountable. But then like, as we've continued to do this, it's like the problems, the overall problems just get smaller and smaller. Right. So a good example would be um, the thumbnails on IG. Yes. So, yeah. okay. So like, Andrew and I will schedule posts we do nine posts in seven days every single week and on the left side we'll have all the episode titles on the right on like the middle tile and the right tile we'll have like just things expanding on that so episode. it's rows of the guests rows of podcasts so when people scroll they can see exactly um what they're looking for um so some overall consistency but like we put a lot of time into those thumbnails and Andrew like just sometimes he forgets to like change the number of the marketing intern or just like or forget the thumbnail, forget the thumbnail and all and like
2: and then Declan I text. will
0: text him and she'll be like FYI you forgot the thumbnail and then I like hear fucking Andrew scream like run into the door slam and I'm like oh man he's kind of pissed <laughs> <laughs> but like I got I got to do it like yeah. that's a thing and and as we get better at this the little things. We start to hyper focus on those little things, and you still gotta have that accountability. And it's like, oh, it's tough sometimes because you want to be likable, right? And uh, it's tough. I struggle with myself, man, all the time. People have called you "techie spineless." Techie spineless, dude. It's it's a real thing. They're getting made. They're let's making hear, t-shirts let's, about let's it. Dude, I'd buy a shirt. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the whole t-shirt idea will get that's a that's another podcast I think. But um, I my like my, my biggest thing right now is or and throughout my life has been. You know, I like the times I feel the worst are when I'm in tension with someone else. So, like, I'm always trying to avoid that tension. I don't want Andrew pissed to me. I don't want you pissed to me. I don't want my parents, my ex-girlfriend. I don't want anybody pissed to me. I just want, like, I just want kind of peace. I'm just like a low-key, happy dude. Um, so, likability is oddly kind of a fuel source of that. 100%. And... It's weird to say this, but like my off color approach to LinkedIn has helped me get away from the likability and more onto the influence. People will look at my LinkedIn posts and message me and say, please don't post stuff like this. I don't want to see you (laughs) you and people will post fucking or will message me like people I don't even know will DM me and be like, hey, like, I don't think it's smart for you to post this Phil Collins intro video with you guys cheersing with red solo cups. I don't know if that's going to look good or, Hey, I'm not sure about this or something. I'm not sure about you saying the F word on LinkedIn. And it's like, right. Like, it's like, whatever, dude. And so then I kind of boiled it down to like three things. I was like, okay, if they don't like what I'm posting first off, they might just not understand it. They might just be in another planet and are looking at my post with a different, totally different lens. And they're not going to get the value from it Two. I probably fucked up on explaining what I was trying to say. I didn't provide the value to the best of my ability. And like, actually, I think there's, it's just those two things. And so that's just really helped me try and figure out and transition more into influence, especially now when we have more people impacting, right? Because before it was just like, there's a
2: balance to the light, the what you're doing now, right? Yeah, there's 100%. a balance. Yeah, he, he yeah. just said it, and he didn't use the words exactly, but he's not putting it all on himself anymore. Right, right. Yeah. He understands the other person's perspective, and that's so hard to do, right? You you want to just to be this this go-getter mentality, just a, a hound, a hungry person. Sometimes you put all the responsibility on yourself, and that hurts you in the long run. And because you're just carrying the world on your shoulders and you're thinking you're doing it all by yourself. Right. Right. And you lose, and you lose the train of thought and sorry to cut you off. But no, I, no, just wanna, right. I just want to touch on it. You've been yeah. able to f- finally take what you should be taking and own that responsibility, but delegate that stuff. That's like, yeah, that's, that's what they were feeling at the time and not, and they didn't like it. Right. So it's at, at the end of the day, if I had a conversation with this person about us cheersing and, we didn't get the job, we didn't get a job, we didn't get the next guest because of us cheers yeah. a beer. Uh, and, and that's what they saw. It'd be like, uh, okay, you got <laughs> ah, ah. ah,
0: ah. Okay. But and well, then like after I got that, I was like,
2: ah, oh, like fuck, like I can't
0: like um. I feel bad now. I tagged Sam Schuneman, our intern, in our post, and like he's obviously cheersing us as well. Yeah. And uh, then he, uh, and then I was like, oh shit! Should I like text Sam ask him if I should untag him? Because like he's in a he's in a position where we were two years ago, where it was like he's looking for the job. He's looking for a job. He's trying to you know build this repertoire, whatever. Sure. <laughs> 20, like not even 10 minutes later, I just see Sam resharing, re-sharing post. <laughs> I was like, all right, this boy's on board. So, <laughs> Fuck yeah. But um, blew my mind. I don't know. It, it's, it's definitely a balanced thing for sure. How, how, do you feel like, where are you at in terms of likability and all that yeah, stuff?
1: Yeah, man. No, like I said, like I'm trying to transition my focus a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, it's Your fuel it, source. Yeah, then? yeah, exactly. No, it's, it's, it's one of the hardest things. Like I have the same theory. Like I hate, disappointing people like that's probably like one of the number one things that like are a negative driver for me mm-hmm. if I disappoint someone it's like my stomach's upset I can't sleep blah 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 but like I said down on the porch you can't start a fire without some friction like Ooh. like I, again another quote but um no I think I think transitioning from like uh just trying to be the the most likable guy or the most popular guy or whatever it's like dude you're not really being yourself you're kind of just being like a chameleon like I'm I'm kind of like a different person mm-hmm. here and there here and there like I didn't really know who who I am this is, and then now you know it's more like how do I build respect and build rapport with these people and I think it comes back to value and I think I think there should be a value uh little show notes for me a little value cast for how many times I said it but (laughs) anyways uh, it's simple like uh, give value get value give value get value if you give enough value and and care about the other person that you're with and having that externally focused mentality you're either going to get the value that you see that you made somebody's day you made them smile you made them laugh or in turn they're going to offer you value back and you're going to learn from them as well so it's kind of a, a, a combo deal so Again, it's something I struggle with and and something I'm always trying to work on or whatnot. But ultimately, at the end of the day, you kind of have to have your own thoughts and and believe what you believe and be consistent in that Mm. because then that's what brings like authenticity, which we could talk like five hours about. Absolutely. Let
0: me hit you with a word here or two words that we learned and is actually the title of one of our episodes, Reciprocal Altruism all right, I'm going to need a definition. All and right. Maybe
1: a word of or- origin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so it's in, in the average guy definition, it's giving without expecting anything in return.
2: Altru- <laughs> altruism is, is giving mm-hmm. is the act of, um, yeah, just, uh, giving of yourself and reciprocal in return. And the uh, the theory is when you give and if you give without the expectation in return, you'll return, you'll get something in return tenfold.
0: Yeah. And the idea, too, is like in biology, um, Caleb Van Diemen, Andrew's boss and the that's who that episode was, season three, episode 13 or 12. And he talks about like bats and how um, vampire bats and how if they'll all go out at night, suck some blood, come back. Some people suck, got some blood, got theirs. Other people didn't. It's the responsibility and the reciprocal altruism of the guys who did to share with the ones who didn't, expecting that eventually it'll come back around, that it'll actually, that when they don't get, their, they don't get theirs, mm-hmm. that someone else did and that they're going to share the wealth. Mm-hmm. So it's this culture. It's this bigger culture of like this giving, this collaborating, this all working together that's really going to bring everybody up and elevate everybody. Um, and that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, no, that's,
1: that's awesome, dude. I I love that. I think, you know, a lot of people, it's hard for it's hard for anybody, you know, yeah. as humans, we're probably a little tend to be more selfish, right? Like, you yeah. you always like, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? What's in it for me? But if you can change that focus, that mentality then then that's dead on man that giving without having the expectation of receiving like dude i'm gonna i'm gonna write that down that might be my quote of the week love that Ooh, <laughs> i might be my quote of the week <laughs> yo i love that dude um so kind of transition and i guess I, I
0: wanted to touch on one thing with uh just something very unique about you it's uh j-man photography <laughs> uh, uh, all right all right let's hear it. what
1: what were what, what you we breaking right. down well
0: i think it, it was like a really just like a br- uh, like a outlet to be creative yeah
1: how did you kind of come across doing all that stuff because it
0: kind of got bigger than you would ever <laughs> yeah, expect
1: yeah yeah de- it definitely did uh, um power social media man <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no i was I, I i think it was like back in high school or like uh freshman year of college like a bunch of girls and and some guys were starting their own photography company or whatever and it'd be like their their name and photography after and i was like oh that's kind of cool you know and uh, and then uh, for whatever reason i just kind of was was uh I was like on a hike in in California with my a family vacation, and I was like, you know what, dude, I'm gonna be an iPhone only guy. Like, I'm gonna start a, a photography little hashtag and, and just throw it on some of these photos that I take and and see what happens. It wasn't really any pur- true like purpose behind it. I just kind of wanted to experiment with it, and then, so I hashtag J Man Photography on on this one picture like where it, that's all I hashtag, no caption or anything, and then people are comment they're like no like hashtag stupid blah 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 whatever like people are kind of laughing about it and then as it grew like more and more people started like buying in and and using the hashtag like some of my best buddies that traveled abroad and they're like seeing all this cool stuff they're hashtagging Man photography and when when you guys hashtagged it uh for for this post or whatever i saw it's like 506 posts and i'm like like what? Who are some of these people <laughs> that are like hashtagging it or whatever? But uh, ultimately, it was just kind of like a, a fun thing for my buddies and I to to make social med- media fun and uh, like share experiences and, and you know obviously the that it was kind of uh, dumb and stupid, and some no, it wasn't. Some, no, some so no, ma- don't say that. Some some aspects, but uh, no. I was, want you.
2: Ha- I want you to say it was not. Dumb. I, I
1: I was gonna try to wear my shirt, dude, but I lo- I lost my shirt. Oh. We made oh. the, we made those white lawns, long sleeves. Those were sick. <laughs> <Yeah. dude>. <laughs> <laughs> white long sleeve, just plain J-Man photography across <laughs> across the chest, just an ugly looking shirt. But no, uh, that that was kind of my thing. But a funny story, real quick. Uh, this is when i knew it, it like got out of hand i was uh got a dm on instagram from some random person i i didn't know and it, and it was asking me if i do weddings like <laughs> le- legit asked me they're like with hey, your iphone yeah, what hey, you give a film of wedding with your phone <laughs> yeah they're like hey uh I, I saw some of your stuff and i like it blah 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 like i wanted to see if have you ever done like weddings or do anything like that <laughs> I, sh- I screenshot it and sent it to the other guys that were kind of doing it and they're like, no way, dude, we've taken this too far. <laughs> <laughs> And I was just like, ah, I mean, on my phone only, I, I I definitely could come out and, and take some pictures for your wedding, but I don't think they'd turn out the best. <laughs> <laughs> With portrait mode now and the iPhone 10, anything's possible. That, that's true. G- great, great move by Apple. Also, quick tip. You guys probably already know this, but if you go into settings and go to like your uh, video mode or camera and video mode, you can change it to 4K. I just found this out like two weeks Wait, ago. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh,
2: damn. We did not, yeah. Yeah, yeah. did not know that. Yeah,
1: you should check it out, man. It's it's incredible, Look like at Ty it's. Over here, yeah, you yeah. know, yeah, yeah, Ty's it, like, it, yeah, yeah, you guys are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's cool, man, and uh, I don't know, yeah, whole other whole nother J-Man
0: videography j- experience. Dude. Dude. I mean, if who knows, yeah.
1: we we might start something here. I don't yeah. know. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, I think what's really cool just about the whole J-Man thing and why I asked about it was just like it kind of just uses and uh, social media for like what it was originally intended for, which is like sharing photos and updating people about like what you're doing. And not that it's deviated incredibly from that, but you were just able to take it in its nascency and just have fun with it right. and do something where it was very external from you. And I think that like, tapping into that creative mindset and just kind of like doing something without really just cause you're passionate about it or think it's cool. I think it's just like, it's fun. Like, yeah, exactly. Now you have like, Awesome stories.
1: Chopping <laughs> up on a podcast. And, uh, dude, I think the like the number one learning that came from it is like the power of humor. Obviously, dude, you're you're involved with it and you're a funny dude and like the power that humor brings and and wants people crave it, right? It's yes. like happiness. And, and you know, who doesn't love to laugh and smile, you know? right The power of humor like uh look at Barstool Sports. Yep. You know, they they started off with like just strictly, like, humor and hot takes or whatever. Part of my take, like, people follow that because it's funny. Like, they they get value in, in the aspect that they laugh when they hear it or with, when they're watching, like, their Instagram posts or something like that. Right. So that was probably the like number one thing. Like, if you can, like, create a funny caption or take a funny photo or whatever, people are going to, like, respond to that.
2: Amen. <sighs> Amen, dude. This man's been using humor better than yeah, anyone. Did, didn't
1: you have a show last night? Yeah. How'd it go?
0: Um, I didn't get on. So. Oh, really? Yeah, I... So when I go to comedy, I go to just like the open mics and it's like a crap. You probably have like a one in five chance to get on every time. Really? Yeah. So like a lot of my comedy that I'm practicing because I'm just so deep and all kinds of other stuff is on the podcast. I will go and write jokes and like have jokes ready for stage and then I'll just work them into podcast conversations and not let these guys know. So like now I'm workshopping material while I'm on the mics. (laughs) Dude, that's perfect practice. Yeah. And so it's just now it's just kind of like figuring out how I can like start meshing the two a little bit more together and understanding but it is just it's been a whole trip man like I didn't I got into it thinking I was funny and like I still think I am but it's just (laughs) like when you go to a room full of 20 people and they're all comics and it's a Wednesday night and you're going up there with like raw material that you wrote down from the weekend out last week and you just go for it and you get this response (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you're just like Oh man Dude That didn't work But then like Sometimes you'll You'll do that And then you'll say like One thing after like A trailing joke Right And then you'll hear like Gary in the back Just start cracking up and you're like Alright fuck yeah Like let's go <laughs> Yeah my triple God. Triple down that's on that <laughs> Yeah you might be laughing Out of sympathy But nonetheless like there's something there so i don't know it's like a, it's a consistent workshop thing that i've been working on that i is just much bigger than what i expected
1: yeah and it's no, fun no dude that's awesome that's that's incredible you gotta come out one of these times dude i it's fun i i will mm-hmm. i definitely will oh, i'll yeah. be your number one advocate i think i just did something with the mic here but uh no you're good dude. did you pull it out do you hear yourself can you, can i hear myself in uh this year but not this year oh, okay. okay
2: we'll figure mm. it's all it's you, all good yeah uh, I'll, no. I'll help you out right now are
1: we good we're good beautiful yeah. beautiful um had a boy.
2: Um so with you, what back to you and your whole journey with all this being said, what is your average quality?
1: I'd say uh I'd say patience. Uh good story. Yesterday we were golfing and uh you got you guys play golf, right? Oh absolutely. Oh, yeah. Let's get around in soon, by the way. Yeah. <sighs> Twist my arm. <laughs> um, how long how long do you think it takes for you guys to play like nine holes?
2: Uh, I played by myself yesterday. And oh, you did? I, yeah. I, pl- I played in like an hour 45.
1: Okay. So we're on the eight T box, two hours and 40 minutes in. These guys in front of us, just no social awareness, never probably stepped foot on a golf course before. They're like looking for balls, whatever. They're having a good time, but this is like Friday afternoon. Like me and my buddies were looking forward to this all week. And then, you know, to go out, you can't even get in a rhythm. It wasn't even like we were playing golf. It's like you hit a ball and then it's like, wait 10 minutes. So. Um, this just goes back to the patient so then you know we ended up just going into the clubhouse and uh, said hey you know the guys in front of us going going way too slow it's kind of ruining our experience like we don't, we don't want to play the back now. Is there any way we can get like a refund? And thankfully they, they did give us one, but, um, that's something I'm really trying to work on in in all aspects of life. Patience with people, patience with myself. You kind of have to have that delayed gratification mentality. Mm. And dude, uh, when I did, I, you know, I did that like Yoakam strength, uh, contest or whatever. Yeah. Um, that, that helped me out a ton because I always had set goals, but they were always like longer term or like year goals. Right. In that program, it has you format daily goals. So it's like focusing on little wins on what you can do today to ultimately help get climb the ladder and ultimately achieve your long-term goals. So uh I think that's helped me out a ton with the patience because it's like all right, I'm getting little wins, I'm getting little wins, I'm getting little wins versus jumping like over a, a big a big hoop in order to get to the the big win because if you don't have like the discipline or like the focused mentality on certain things you'll kind of drift off in in different directions but you still have that long-term goal and ultimately you probably won't won't get the same result if if you're not that focused.
2: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. A lot of these health and wellness coaches, and one of them in particular, Keenan Laji, uh, one of the guests we had on last season, uh, said, start your day with one thing that you can achieve automatically. And his, his, his program was drink eight ounces of water right when you wake up, because that in itself is the one of the best um, physically health beneficial things that you can do, is give yourself water and just do that first thing before you drink coffee, is drink eight ounces of water. Training your mind to do that, and you have the automatic sense of achievement when you have—you don't typically do it—and now you've set to do it, and you've, you've done that. You—you uh, you have those feelings of like, oh, I just accomplished something, and you start your day with accomplishment, whether that's doing ten push-ups or whether that's sitting and journaling real quick, which is a little bit more time-consuming. Pour a glass of water and just douse that bad boy, and you're like, oh wow, I already did something. Now I can go get my coffee and I can get my day going type thing and that's those little wins right Right. because we get lost in trying to achieve these big things and then they don't seem achievable because we're just stuck in this mundane um like cycle of ah fuck i failed fuck i don't know that this is going on stuff like that and keenan lodge you said it best just drink a glass of water just drink a glass of water because you know like getting
0: those small wins will build the momentum uncle mo baby uncle mo (laughs) absolutely
2: oh and when you get uncle mo going there's no stopping him none Mm -hmm. Zero. I love it. It's a bad out of hell, dude. <laughs> Not even close. How about uh? What?
0: Oh God! You're gonna motivation equals likelihood <laughs> plus value times times, times value. Yeah, yeah, likelihood times value. <laughs> look at this guy, dude. That
1: is like <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. mm-hmm. I'm ready to run through a wall.
0: <laughs> but it, it goes back to that same point when you look at a major daunting task like a paper or like losing fifty pounds or you know getting abs or some shit like. I don't know like <laughs> like that is a daunting task the likelihood is not necessarily there and the value is there right but you're the trying to get abs is that what I'm hearing dude bro. is that because that came into your head for a reason bro. decky shred stacks yeah dude no, decky <laughs> low what it would it be decky uh fuck, I, just, I just don't look that great with my shirt off dude I look like I'm pretty good with my shirt on dude you're like <laughs> wow alright let's go and then I take my shirt off and they're like fuck like that's tough but you know it's and that's not the end of the world right but we should get some abs in my body. I need to do that more. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. Um, keep, keep crushing Alter, man. We're going
2: to get on there. Bro, okay? yeah. are you, are you going to come I'll, with us? I'm going to go. Absolutely. Free week. We'll go all five days. Twist my arm. You can go seven if you'd like, but we usually stick to five. Five? Yeah. Most people do
0: five. So if you want to do seven because that's what you do. Then we're there right there with you. Yeah. All right. We'll 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 negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> Our people will talk to your people. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I guess like breaking it down into like just drinking a glass of water, like the likelihood of waking up and drinking a glass of water and the value you get from that boom right there. There's your, that motivation. Should be your motivation. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I, I think that's the more empirical way to look at it. I don't mm-hmm. know. So nope. I love
2: that. Patience is your average quality. Now, going right off that, what's in your back pocket? This is something you, you hone in on. It's your characteristic that makes you Joey Puck.
1: I, th- I think it's just uh, simple, man. Just smi- smile. Like, uh, you hear, like, Tony Robbins and all these other people, like, change your physiology or, and change your life or change your story, change your life. Like, anytime I feel negative or, or feel, you know, uncomfortable or, you know, not have the, the motivation to do a certain thing, it's like, dude, just freaking smile. Laugh at yourself. Like, make yourself laugh think about something that was funny and like change your story, change your physiology, sit up, sit up a little bit, get, get your energy levels going and, and attack it. And then, you know, being okay with the, the uncomfortableness because there, there's, there's going to come a time when that uncomfortableness isn't uncomfortable anymore. Now you're comfortable with, with doing the uncomfortable and that's mm. one of the hardest things. But, uh, yeah, man, just freaking smile.
0: <laughs> I think it's like rooted in like being self-aware yeah, and just like sure. being aware of the fact that you should just sit up or being aware that you need to like, change your mindset and instill some positivity or some happiness just that's one thing where it's just like if you can just recognize it your natural sense of accountability as a person is going to take care of
1: it for sure.
2: My, for sure the amount of times my dad has texted me over my year years of just saying smile is ridiculous He has got this post note on his desk and he'll just take a picture of it and maybe just has it saved in his phone and he'll send that picture to me all the time just smile because you're absolutely right. When you can just find the moment to smile and just relieve all of that tension in your body, it's it's actually a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: No, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a real, real thing. And I, you know, until you try, you don't know.
2: Hell mm-hmm. oh, yeah, boy! All right. <laughs> I love that. So you you've challenged us just with what you provided today, and the with values, your presence, with your presence. <laughs> I don't know about that, yeah. but I appreciate it. <laughs> and let's take that even further. Uh, someone challenged us also to get you on in that little, you know, train. Yoakum said, "Get Joey on." We got Joey on. Who would you like to get let, get on the show to continue that train?
1: Yeah, man. No, uh, I think. I, can I say two? Is that is that yeah. legal? Oh yeah, lay it down. Okay. Uh, I think like from uh, another St. Thomas football guy that I talk about a guy that's living his passion and went went uh, on a completely different path once he like found his passion in college. Nick Wawlukow. Okay. i think i think he'd be I, i'm not i'm not gonna tell his story so I'll, I'll wait just throw out a little teaser okay uh but i think he'd be awesome but uh also i think i anybody elderly i'm saying like i mean 85 90 i think would be cool obviously you guys have a certain target market and you're you're reaching that but uh a lot of times you know we're looking at like instagram people or linkedin people and it's usually all people around our age that kind of have this like-mindedness versus why not try to get a different perspective of somebody elderly that has lived four times the amount that we've we've been on earth and, and hear their story and hear what they have to say and the amount of wisdom they have and whatnot obviously you're not probably not going to get like the sound bites you want you might have to have a little bit more patience or whatever but i, I just think it'd be cool to get a, a new perspective with you guys asking these same questions and kind of telling your story back and forth and then having them share their story as well. I think it, it'd be uh definitely something I'd tune into.
2: Fant- oh yeah. Fantastic. We're, we're, actually in the woodworks. Of doing Are you something in the like works. that. Beautiful. Because we've had that thought. We're like, Oh, we need to expand our horizons. And you're right on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, you're,
0: if you're curious, look up uh Will Steger or Rob Swan, Will Steeger, Rob Swan. Yeah. yeah we'll text oh, all this all right, us. All right. Mm, all right. Sick right. um, So we've been Just hammering you With questions all day You've been deflecting And doing great And also asking and, and us And embracing And then dude and then you've been Turning it back But we're gonna give you A spotlight here A spotlight What do you have Any
1: questions for us You, you guys answered A lot of them um, I think You know You guys answering You know The, the average thing Was kind of something that I wanted to find out More about In the drive behind Podcasting But what uh, What's What's like on the horizon for you guys you know what's something besides this podcast that you guys kind of want to uh tap into obviously you're tapping into comedy a little bit more but Mm -hmm. maybe this is more geared for in sierra mist over here (laughs) what uh what do you kind of want to tap into
2: um it's similar kind of with what you've been saying with uh that lifestyle that that thing you're trying to push out there because you think what you've done or what you know what you've done could help someone right Mm -hmm. um I'm trying to tap into what's up here because I, I drift way too much up here in the craziest directions. And it's and it's and my mind just goes in holes that it doesn't need to be touching. Or if it does, it needs to redirect and, and find uh, an equilibrium. And we talk about it all the time. Jordan Peterson hits it home really heavy with chaos and order. And the chaos is in your life every day and there's order in your life every day. But it's never it's you got to bring it back into the, its balance, and uh, because it's going to push you in too much order, and then you're going to be complacent and not push yourself enough. If you push yourself too much in chaos, your life is going to be deep, deeply wrongful. Um, so I don't know if it's an exact intention, or no, I don't know if it's an exact uh, like uh, we're going to hit ten thousand downloads type of mindset. It's uh, it's more so of just continue to unpack it and ask the right questions. And I'm ha- I have a life I'm in the process of getting a life coach to instill that deeper questioning that I know my parents have done an, an, an incredible job at asking great questions and pushing me and guiding me. And I know Declan does a great job. I'm faith. My girlfriend does a great job. Um, and the people in this house are freaking awesome. And you guys for uh, all of that. But then you get someone that's not even touching your life. Um, in a day to day, in a, um, routine, sense. routine, in a routine sense. I don't know how to say it. Uh, they have no preconceived notions about you. Yeah. And you strangers, strangers, and the strangers can ask you those questions, deeper questions. And this life coach, I think is going to help me just kind of continue to ask the deeper question so that I can continue to be on this war path. And I love the path I'm on, but I falter at times in ways that I think I can be better at. And that's again, the average mind, the average guy's mindset that we instill. It's like, I'm, I know I'm probably got some good, I got some gifts to me in that sense, but I'm average at honing at that craft right now. And I want to be better at it. So that's what's hitting. That's what's right now.
1: Dude, you're a beast. You're a beast. <laughs> that's awesome. That's incredible.
0: It's just uh, it, your, your hyper focus and like your ability to hyper focus is amazing. And I think when you start to look at hyper focusing on your own mind, it's going to do some great things. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really cool to see how that all kind of transitions. So but thanks for uh, that question. Yeah, sweet question, bro. <laughs> asking uh, good I, questions
1: mm-hmm. no i love i love it man no this is this has been uh it's been pleasure How are we looking on time here
2: we're up we're on to our last question are we yeah uh, well, I,
1: actually i want to do some uh some more market research here okay, yeah so
2: yeah, what has
0: see. been like um so people are going to be tuning into this episode that have probably never listened to the podcast before and they're tur- tuning in for j man there's no secret <laughs> there's no secret I, I don't know about that but well no there, there will be people, people that you yeah, know yeah. like will be like whoa joey's on a podcast just like you had already yeah like yeah, yeah. so these people are listening what podcast of ours would you tune them turn them on to to get them started on the back pocket journey
1: dude that's that's a big question man like you said, the, the, I think the beauty of you guys in interviewing all these different people is like the the relatability. Like the Gabby or whatever her name is is not going to have the same story as me, obviously. But she's going to adhere or re- relate to a different audience than I'm going to relate to, or than mm-hmm. Jesse's going to relate to, or whatever. So, but you know, for me, from my side of things, I think it is that uh, David Meltzer a- episode, yeah. man. I just think there's so much value in that, and, and that guy obviously again success leaves clues this guy has consistently been in pursuit of his or what is it passion potential Potential. you're hitting it consistently persistently pursue your
0: potential of your potential
1: yeah i mean he hits it dead on he lives it out and he's always throwing out value on his social media platforms and stuff like that i think you know at least for me that that was that was one i would definitely just start out with and, and, and feel the fire hell yeah love that a great answer You're that the, guy's
0: a beast man yeah. I, I sometimes forget that we had him on <laughs> <laughs> dude
1: he's a, yeah he's a shark
0: it's it spins up yeah <laughs> Fins up. what's funny is uh we uh we're always like trying to just you know leave the back pocket trail and in his own life and yeah um for christmas this year we send out like christmas cards to all of our anybody that wanted one for free and he wanted one and so we sent him one and like wrote like a whole uh, just a long note of like our journey from the past year yeah and like he just responded and was like that's fucking sick so <laughs>
1: he emails us all the time he's does he good, yeah yeah, yeah that's dude. dude that's incredible he's a good dude that's incredible
2: but getting to our final question joey before i ask it i just want to say thank you for coming on and thank you for asking us questions because sometimes the guests Urge, and it, it's no wrongful action but the, we'll be asking the questions the whole time and then i'll end with a chance to open up questions for them and they'll have their time but you asking questions uh, throughout this whole conversation you know we don't get to talk about ourselves a lot and we we uh we do appreciate you asking those questions because we love passing that message on and if anyone's listening to this podcast right now and be like wow you didn't give joey enough time that's this, his fault no joey <laughs> had the intention of Think the, this curious. conversation, this conversation was sculpted and formed by us three. And I think that's one of the coolest experiences. Um, so to finish off with one final question, what did you learn today from the moment that you woke up to when we're having this conversation? Yeah,
1: man, no, I think there's a ton I learned just in this last hour. So, <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm, I'm going to go literally sit in my car and just take some phone notes just so I can retain some of this stuff. But I think... What it comes down to, man, uh, like-mindedness and and passion is contagious. Like in this room right now, man, I don't know if you feel it, but I'm like ready to go. I'm going to go work out probably after this, you know, like I I feel more energy now than I did coming into this room, which is a testament to you guys and the value that you guys bring. Um, And really, uh, I kind of lost my train of thought here.
2: That's awesome. You know, you're, you're, you're setting that. You're going to listen. You're going to find these notes inside this own podcast, yeah. and you're going to be able to take that away and put that in your own life.
1: Exactly. And I, I think the other point that I was trying to bring up is that um, really that you guys are far from average, and you're freaking good pod- podcasters, dude. Like Thanks. The fact that I just lost my train of thought, and you jumped in to help save me, and then I was able to re- retain my train of thought. That not everybody's able to do that and, and pick up on that. It's social awareness, emotional IQ, per, some would say. But, um, yeah, man, no, you guys are freaking good podcasters. The sky's the limit. Like I said, keep keep the giving value. You'll get value and focus on the fundamental.
0: Thank you, Joey. You're a fucking man. Shark, Sharks fins up, 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 up roll the boats. Got you, ma. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Joey. That's a wrap.
1: I appreciate it. Heart. Right where I'm into from the start It's so much warmer than the secrets you've been Always acting like you ain't got the time I can't
2: imagine trying to carry what you hold inside But ooh, you got a reason to sing And ooh, you're finally listening
1: Because you can't hold on to